Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our dear designer here joining us. Yes, it's Kristen Ann, Interior Design from Westfield, Indiana. She's here to talk more about the work she's doing. And boy, oh boy, it is beautiful. You have to check out her work. Uh, Kristen Burgunder joining us here to talk more about the work she's doing. And by the way, go to the website, which I got to do today, and it's gorgeous. So K. R I S T I N, right? Uh, and it's Ann, A N N, and then it's I N T E R I O R D E S I G N. Thank you so much. Chris and Ann, welcome to the show. How are you? How are you? Beautiful. So, for those uh, listeners today out there, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Kristen Bergender. I live in the Indianapolis area. We're in the northern suburbs like Carmel, Noblesville, Westfield, that kind of area. Um, been here for well over 10 years. And um, so the interior design piece of things uh, actually kind of started uh, years upon years ago just friends, family, things of that nature. Uh, a couple of homes that I sold, a real estate agent that I had was like really, really, um, you know, happy when it came time to do photos of my homes and stuff because she just was so excited about the way that they were decorated. Um, I even had at one point an apartment uh, where the landlord had came in and asked me if she could use my apartment to uh, take photos for advertising for the complex. So that was a huge compliment. <laughs> wow, sure is. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, what's kind of funny, though, is when I first started at school, um, I went for zoology and so completely <laughs> opposite, yeah, uh, I was one of those where I wanted to be like, you know, sitting with a pack of monkeys in the middle of Africa or something. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is amazing. Completely opposite of where I am today, for sure. But, but what um, happened? Once you got into that microscope, I read the story. It did, did, yeah. Tell us what happened. It didn't work, yeah. So I really had strong interest in like habitat and behavior, things of that nature, and then they you know, started the scientific part of it, stuck a microscope in front of me, and I was like, oh, no, 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 I can't do this. And so <laughs> I kind of took a step backwards and, uh, you know, did some reevaluation, if you will, and, of course, job opportunities and things of that nature are slim in that field. So I was kind of stuck. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I landed in business school, um, got my bachelor's in business, and then from there kind of just piddled along with a few other courses and classes and things, and um, design came into that, and um, then not too long after that, my husband and I started uh, the build of a custom home, and that really, you know, the whole planning process of that, we did not use a builder. Oh my uh, goodness, you did it all by yourself? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we regretting that decision? No, I'm sure it was amazing, but no. a lot of work, right? It was. It was intense. Like, my marriage survived, thank God. <laughs> um, 
But, um, yeah, we, you know, my husband had a commercial construction business at the time, so we got him registered as a residential builder. I wrote the builder's contract. I mean, literally everything from start to finish we did. Um, And, you know, hiring all the contractors, the architects, the plans, the the site plan, I mean, everything, literally everything. And, um, you know, through that process, kind of midway of the planning process and starting implementation, I just, you know, it's like one of those things, like sometimes you just need that light bulb moment. And um, I started my design company and my husband was like, okay, you know, at the time I was working for his construction company part time. And so I did have a couple of extra days uh, available where, you know, I could kind of work on developing my own company. And uh, within... About a year or so, uh, we had also started talking about flipping houses, and um, then that sparked my interest in real estate. And so I got licensed for real estate as well, (laughs) if I didn't need anything else uh, added to my plate anyways. And so so within a year of that, I had left my husband's company and and kind of started doing my own thing full-time and have never looked back since. So... Long road, long story to get there, but that's that's how I kind of developed the design business and, you know, how it all kind of started and sparked my interest. And definitely the build of that home was an intense hands-on, aside from other remodel projects and things of that nature that I had done in the past. This was my first very intense involvement in a very custom build. We had an in-ground pool, a pole barn, quarter-acre pond. I mean... It was a really, really big project, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I, you know, at the end of the day, despite all the stress and everything else, um, I, I, I could not have learned any better way. I always tell people you can learn all kinds of things going to school Mm -hmm. and whatnot, but hands-on is by far the best. So, yeah, that was pretty much um, how things had kind of sparked. And then, so from the design side of things... Um, there's not, you know, and a lot of people ask me what my services are, there's not a whole lot of things that I don't do. And if I, if it's not, you know, on my menu of options, if you will, it's not something that I'm shy away from trying. I like new things. I have figured out kind of what my niche is or what I really enjoy doing along the design spectrum. Uh, design has such a wide variety of, of different areas, uh, from flooring and cabinetry and tile work and, I mean, you name it, there's some people that only focus on furniture or, you know, little bits and pieces of it where I kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. But new construction and remodel work are, you know, by far where I enjoy spending most of my time. Um, It's just, you know, when you're looking at HTTV and you see the, you know, the befores and the afters and it's just, you know, and every project is so unique and different. Every client is unique and different. Uh, so it's just, it's a lot of fun. It is so hard to get bored. You cannot get bored. <laughs> oh, my God. And what sets you apart, which is pretty amazing. So uh, talk a little bit about that. Because you mentioned, like, you, you know, a plump being, being a plumber and a dentist, right? It's not right. like that. But yeah. you're, all your professions are just benefiting from one another. And also a big value for your clients is you're offering a 2D and 3 3D imaging floor plans. How important is that for people to actually see the work in advance? I think that that makes the world of difference. It really does. Um, 
I, I, I actually went through a training program through, um, there's of course a wide variety of different programs out there to do different kind of floor plans, but the one that I particularly use is called Home Designer Pro or Chief Architect. And a lot of architects that can actually use it to build homes, do landscaping, design things of that nature. Um, but sometimes when I'm working with clients, I'm, I'm involved in the planning process and the visual aspect of it prior to them even going to, you know, a cabinet company to start ordering because it, sometimes it's just we're changing the layout. You know, we are kind of deciding what does the plan look like because you can't walk into a cabinet company and if you're not doing some really high-end cabinets, they're not going to come to you. They're not going to come to your home. They can't see it. And so kind of talking through that process with people initially is absolutely key. And sometimes they already have their contractor in place. They already know where they're going to get their cabinets mm-hmm. or things of that nature, but they just don't, they can't visualize it. They need to see it first. And so that 3D imaging and then the 2D as well, it is immensely uh, valuable for contractors. Uh, because a lot of times these people that are remodeling, you know, they just start to tell them or they, you know, do a little makeshift drawing on a paper. Mm -hmm. And so when they have all these images as well as uh, measurements and things of that nature, you know, directly from me and we can kind of tweak some things, it just, it helps smooth things out and it makes the client feel a lot more confident about going into the project and how they're going to lay everything out. So that's definitely huge. Um, Yeah, like you had mentioned... Uh, so, you know, intertwining the design and the real estate, you will, uh, has been, you know, everybody asks, how are you different when you approach any kind of industry? What do you, what do you offer or, or, you know, what kind of services or knowledge or experience do you have that's different from other people? And, and I think the fact that I, I am in real estate as well as the interior design piece, um, it allows me the ability, one of the first questions I ask a lot of people when I approach a project is, you know, are we remodeling your kitchen for two years, five years, ten years? Of course, plans change, but, you know, we want to make sure any improvements that we're making also have your future in mind, um, you know, as of today, as far as, you know, some improvements that we're making. And then on the flip side of that as well, I have a lot of clients that, um are real estate clients, and then, you know, they become long-term design clients from remodel projects or finishing a basement, you know, things of that nature. But the two really do mesh, you know, really, really well together. In the morning, sometimes I'm doing design consults, and then I'm doing showings in the afternoon, and then I'm doing jobs in the evening. So I bounce back and forth between the two, and, um, you know, it keeps me on my toes, that is for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, let's get into it. I want to dive into the work that you're doing specifically because there's so much mm-hmm. to what you have to offer. And by the way, you have so many amazing notes. So where did you want to start? I mean, uh, at the you know, there's so much of the interior design work you could do. We're talking full interior design. We're talking homes, bathrooms, kitchens. Let's talk a little bit about the specifics of what type of work you could do. If someone out there is listening today, uh, let's break it down. Sure. Um, so usually when, you know, whether it's a referral or they contact me through my website or what have you, the initial thing that I like to do is jump on the phone. I always plan a phone consultation initially if they're not, you know, just calling me and, and chatting about what it is that they might need. So then that way, you know, first and foremost, 
I want to make sure that whatever service it is that someone needs or what they're looking for, especially their taste, um, you know, to make sure that we mesh well together as well as the services that I provide, my, you know, experience and in, in the way that I go about things because I may not be the right fit for everybody. Um, and so I want to make sure that the service that the client is looking for is uh, something that's going to benefit us both. Um, and, and I'm not shy if, if for any reason I feel like something that someone is looking for or, you know, if it's a, a decor project, for example, and, and there's a, a particular taste that the client might have that, that I haven't really worked with a whole lot or that I'm not real, real familiar with, I am not shy to tell someone I'm happy to meet with you. We can have a consultation. However, if I'm not the right fit, I, I will happily refer you to someone who could be. But um, so initially we, we have a phone chat. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people I don't have what would be considered a, uh, a black and white uh, menu of options, if you will. It's not a here's what it costs to do a bathroom mm-hmm. remodel, here's the services that are included in that. It is really based on what the client needs. So if, for instance, someone is, is calling me and we're going to do a kitchen remodel or a bath remodel, um, we talk about where they're at at that point in time. Do we want to talk about doing some drawings? Are we talking about keeping the floor plan the way that we need to take walls down? Uh, are we shifting some things around? Um, and in that initial consultation, it's $100 for the hour. Sometimes we can go over, and I pack as much as humanly possible as I can into that hour, and then from there kind of determine how we're going to move forward. And so, you know, some of my clients need a lot more hand-holding, and that's what they prefer. And so I'm literally involved from the planning, the contractor, whether they want to use one that I refer or their own. Um, I don't have employees under my belt, if Mm -hmm. you will, or contractors that I specifically work with. And, um, you know, I tailor the services and the fees and everything specific to whatever their needs might be. And sometimes they don't even know what that is until we sit down and talk. And then they're like, holy cow, you know, I I really need you a lot more than I thought I did. Um, and, and others are, are okay with doing a little bit more like work. And then I'm, I'm, I step in for what's called affirmation to make sure that decisions that they're making and, and troubleshooting and, you know, trying to stop problems from happening before they happen or being apart when they do happen. And, um, so <laughs> if they need drawings, we'll start there. I do a lot of store shopping. I will pick up samples, bring it to them. We'll go show, store shopping together. Um, I mean, there really, there really is not what I would call a very specific process when it comes to the remodel. Uh, I do have a method that works for me, but I will tailor it specific to what works for the client. And then um, I also do um, paint color consultations. I have a few different painters that I work with. Okay. And so interior and exterior color selections, it is so funny the number of contractors that I talk to. And, you know, the the client is showing them the three different colors that they want, and they're saying, what do you think? And, you know, yeah. the, the contractor is like deer in the headlights. 
And, and by the way, what are I want to know some of the trends with painting now. Look, okay, because I moved into my home like seven years ago. Uh, it was twenty something years old, but someone redid it, and I moved in all beige walls. So I feel like beige was mm-hmm. like the color. Then I find yeah. all these newer homes being built with all the grays. <laughs> What's tell yeah. me what the trend is now? Yeah. So unfortunately, you know, builders kind of. Uh, well, I don't want to say unfortunately, but they they most definitely contributed to uh, the gray phase, I'll call it, uh, and just puked it everywhere, um, you know, from walls to floors to, you know, and then a lot of builders became along the process where you didn't really have a menu of options, if you will, where, you know, you could make selections of colors anymore. It was, this is what you're getting. And then everybody that was selling their home or remodeling or things, you know, gray became a huge thing, too. And so what we're seeing now is a real, real big shift over to white. Now, a lot of people ask me, you know, or or tell me I, I would like my color, you know, my trim or my walls a shade of white. Well, I mean, there are literally endless options when it comes to white. And so what I mean by white um, a soft, a cream. We're kind of going into what I call like the, the that okay. beachy kind of tone, you know, color tone. Not full on back into browns and beiges by any means, but that real soft, light, airy, um, almost kind of monotone look, okay. you know, where we don't have real big vivid reds or greens or things of that nature, but just a really neutral, calm palette is kind of, you know, same cabinetry is kind of coming back into play, but it's the lighter colors, okay. not those, um, you know, real dark colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dark hardwood flooring, no, you know, again, back into that light spectrum, we are seeing mm-hmm. that starting to trend big time. Okay, well, we've got to um, take... So, Go ahead, finish your thought. we got to take a quick commercial break. No, 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 no. Go in. ahead. Go uh, ahead. All right, no, remind us how we can reach you. Tell us your website, phone number, any form of contact. Sure. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, my cell phone is actually the absolute best way to get a hold of me, 317-376-3351. And website is www.kristinanninteriordesign.com. Perfect. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi. Would you like to develop the inner clarity to navigate crisis, adversity, and even trauma in your personal and professional lives? I'm Andrew Parsons, the founder of Reciprocal Minds and a certified wellness practitioner, master coach, and holistic therapist. We offer a range of integrated approaches from counseling to holistic therapies and therapeutic coaching. Become more proactive and successful. 
from the boardroom to the workplace and the cancer ward. Reciprocal Minds can support you make the changes that matter. Contact me at reciprocalminds.com or find us on LinkedIn. Compassionate Healing Services offers a unique approach to treating mental and physical health conditions. We combine trauma healing with Reiki energy work and other holistic modalities. Compassionate isn't just the name of our business, it's the driving force behind our mission and the people we choose to collaborate with. If you or a loved one struggles with mental health, give us a call at 856-334-0018 or visit chsyoga.com. Compassionate Healing Services, mental health done differently. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're excited to have our interior designer here joining us. Again, KristenAnnInteriorDesign.com. Go to the website to find out more information. And we're talking today about all the work she could do. And by the way, just curious, um, I know you're in the state of Indiana, but are you working virtually in other states and, and around the world at this point? Since virtual seems to, to really gotten, uh, you know, so popular. Yeah, yeah, it has really What's funny is 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 I have a, a wide variety of clients that are, you know, moving all over the country, and so there are there is a, a, a number of times that I have worked with clients either through Zoom, um, through uh, electronic methods with email, and you know things of that nature. I I would say when I am working with clients along those lines, it is for certain things like lighting, um, maybe a little bit of space planning, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're much smaller projects or, um, you know, that affirmation piece, if you will. We're thinking of purchasing this couch or um, these rugs or, you know, things along those lines where I don't necessarily feel like I need to be present in the space. Uh, so, yes, I have definitely been open to opportunities that, you know, don't necessarily have to be in my specific geographic area. Got it. Um, technology has given us an opportunity to do that for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And let me just ask you this, because I feel like during COVID, when that hit, so many of us were stuck home looking at our surroundings and just everyone living there, all the whole family. And it became like, I feel like everyone was hanging out in the kitchen. And now everyone is wanting a huge big kitchen because I feel like the need for a dining room has kind of gone away. I mean, what is what is your take on that? And how did the oh, pandemic yeah. affect your oh. business? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, it was kind of funny because everybody had thought, well, you know, the real estate market is going to crash and we all know that didn't happen. And so I had geared myself up to really focus on um, the design piece and, you know, had um, increased advertising and done a number of things because I knew that was going to come where, you know, how people functioned in their homes, a lot of people were working from home again, like COVID changed everything. And so there were definitely, there was a huge spike in uh, kitchen remodels, people purchasing furniture, just wanting to change their space. I do a lot of space planning where we go in and kind of look at how people function in their homes and how we can change it. Home offices became huge, uh, especially when people had two people that needed to work from home for an extended period of time. How can we make the best of, you know, a loft space that's tied in with the kids' area or, um, you know, 
towards the end of, of COVID, another thing that's become very popular is, is in-laws um, that have moved in, uh, you know, with their their kids or family members or things of that nature and trying to, I work with a lot of clients where they're, you know, trying to incorporate how do we give our in-laws a living space within the home as well. So definitely changed a lot of things and spiked the, um, the whole need, if you will, uh, for interior and exterior because, yes, People stared at their homes for a very long period of time <laughs> and got to pick it apart. So, um, yeah, that, that that changed quite a lot. And this year I've noticed painting, exterior paint work has been huge. I've done more really? paint consults in the past six months than I have in the last year. It's just been mad. It's, it's, and I don't know if it's just everybody, you know, getting used you know, getting back into the swing of things um, and, you know, comfort level of finances, if you will. But uh, that's been something that spiked quite a bit this year, for sure. You mean painting inside the home or you said outside the home? I'm just a little confused. Both, yeah. Both inside and outside. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think now, too, I've done a lot of decor and, uh, you know, furniture things of that nature, and I think part of that is because we're actually able to get product now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. <laughs> I had clients that waited um, 9, 10, 12 months, you know, trying to get bar stools or, you know, things like that. So I think now that we know that products are readily available, uh, people are feeling a little bit more confident about, um, you know, refurnishing or, or mm-hmm. you know, decor items, things Beautiful. like Beautiful. So. Well, we have just... Three minutes left in the show. I want to make sure we're covering everything that's important to you uh-huh. for today. So what else did you want to make sure we get across uh, with your listeners? Okay. So I just want to reiterate, um, first and foremost, the, the services that that I do or that I focus on would be, if anybody has a need, uh, would be kitchen and bath remodel, um, primarily uh, along with new construction um, planning. Um, I do not do any kind of drawings that involve being stamped by an architect, so no additions. I don't like to move stairs, um, but I will do floor plans and adjustments, uh, space planning, paint color consultation, um, decor, um, as well as um, consulting for function, if you will, um, organization, things of that nature. For how do we function in our home? How can we change it, adjust it, make it better um, for the lifestyle that people live today? So, and again, I don't have anything that is cookie cutter uh, by any means. I tailor everything specific to the client as well as how I do my pricing. Uh, things can be a la carte um, as as um, retainers. I try to let everybody know up front based on the service that they'd like about how much they can anticipate to to make sure it fits their budget. Um, and I consider myself to be pretty dang fun to work with. So <laughs> Awesome. And do, do you offer like an initial consultation to someone who's interested? Yes. So the initial consultation, the phone chat is um, absolutely complimentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the initial consultation uh, to their residents is, um, is an hour. It's $100 for that hour. We can go over if they would like. Uh, if someone is remote, um, then we can have a kind of a conversation about what that looks like as far as Zoom and things of that nature to kind of tailor something that works for them. 
Perfect. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. I'm looking forward to the next time we get to connect. Remind us again of how we can reach you. Sure. 317-376-3351 or www dot Kristen Ann Interior Design and Kristen is two eyes. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks so much for being here, for joining us and looking forward to the next time we get to connect. You have a fantastic day and enjoy that fall weather. And to all of our listeners, the same. Stay tuned. More of the show is coming right up. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.